Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello everyone, I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Welcome to the podcast today and so glad to have you with us. I've got a special guest with me today, Greg Fritz, who is a uh, traveling minister. What do they call you, by the way? They call me an irritant. An irritant? Yeah, an an, an itinerant. (laughs) Oh, itinerant, I got you. That means he's not in one place very long. He's moving around, helping and blessing churches in all different parts of the country and the world. And we've actually done meetings together in Africa and had had a wonderful time there. But God has really um, uh, given Greg a a desire and a ministry to to encourage people in regard to prayer and praying, specifically praying for revival. And and we have been uh, at the church here with Greg the last few days doing just that. I mean, man, we have had some powerful prayer times and, and had hundreds of people coming out just to pray, which that blesses me as a pastor. Uh, I, I can't tell you. It's immeasurable how much it blesses me to see your membership saying, hey, we want to pray. And um, and Greg has been leading those prayer meetings, and one of the things that he mentioned on the last podcast that I'd like to jump into for a, a few minutes is, uh, Greg, you said that the key, one of the easy keys, if you want to put it that way, in, in praying for revival is just to pray the Word of God. Oh, that's exactly right. I, I, I have been far and wide, and there is almost a universal desire in the people of God for a move of God, a greater manifestation. And whatever title you want to put right. on it, it seems to be there. And the next step to take is simply find scriptures that that um, mirror this right. or that promise the things sure. that we desire to yeah. make sure we're on strong foundation. I, I like uh, James, where, uh, James 5 where it says, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Right. And I always say what makes a prayer effectual is that it's scriptural. Right. It's going to be effective if it's, yeah, if it's scriptural. Yeah, that's good, yeah. And then what makes it fervent, uh, 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 obviously, would be our desire. Sure. But uh, you, you don't want to have one without the other. It's possible to have great desire and fervency but not be praying scriptural prayers. Right, right. And so uh, if we could combine the two, pray the Word, and it represents what's already stirring in our spirits, that's just wow. a power. Powerful combination, yeah. and then beyond that, you, uh, us spirit-filled folks, can go ahead and pray in the spirit, absolutely, and have the Holy Spirit uh, help us, mm-hmm. as the Scripture says, to pray according to the will of God. And it is just—I'll uh, tell you—you you spend a session praying the Word and praying in the Spirit for any subject. And you know it's time well spent. You yeah. know that it's effective. Well, I I think um, I think what we've been praying um, is to me being more effective because the people have something to grab hold of. Mm-hmm. You know, you can say, "Well, we're going to come together and we're just going to pray for revival." Well, they don't know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. They don't know what to say other than Lord. We're praying for revival. Well, how many times can you say That's that? That's right. How many ways can yeah. you say that? But yeah. yet, when you when you look in the Word of God, and this is the thing that that is so wonderful about what we've been doing here at the church this week, is that you had some of these scriptures printed off that specifically say, "I 
want revival, mm -hmm. ask me for it. Yes, yes. Do this, and I'll give you revival. I know um, the, the scripture in uh, First Chronicles is probably 714 is the probably, I don't want to call it the gold standard, but it's the one most people know. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, just go read it. What yeah, what I know what God says He'll do. I mean, you know, I will heal your land. I will restore you. I will. I will work. All I'm asking you to do. Yeah, that's a prayer in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It, it, it's like the Spirit. Uh, the the Word fills in all the blanks. I was reading the other day, and it said a, 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 an evangelist was asked, "What is the secret to revival?" And he answered, "There is no secret. It's prayer." Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. And it works it works for whoever tries exactly. it. Exactly. And so yeah, we have uh, that was one of the scriptures uh, I I gave for this week in your church. I gave them five Old Testament scriptures and five New Testament right. scriptures. Now there are many more. I have plenty of them to right. choose from, but it's not so important the quantity. Uh, you can kind of get lost in the details if exactly. you get too much. or right. too, So I purposely kept it very simple. And uh, I can give you some of these if yeah, your listeners would it. like sure. to have the ones that we've been using. Uh, Isaiah 44.3 is the first one, and I pray this constantly. And once these scriptures kind of get in your spirit, they just come, come out. out. You know, yeah. once you put them in, the Holy Spirit, he's like a... a a conductor right. of a symphony, and and it's amazing. You just give him a little bit to work with, and he could turn the most inexperienced Christian yes. into a masterful prayer, yes. and yes. Uh, pray, and and literally pray around the world, mm -hmm. uh, places where they've never been or never will go. Right. But any believer can do this, sure, because we all go to the Father. In the same name. That's right. You don't use your reputation. You don't use anybody else's reputation. That's right. Uh, it's always we go to the Father in the name Amen. of Jesus. Isaiah 44, 3, it says, I'll pour water on him who's thirsty and floods on the dry land. I'll pour my spirit on your descendants and my blessing on your offspring. Wow. Praise God. It's just a beautiful scripture. Yeah. Yeah. But what it says is what a lot of us are sensing and sure. desiring. Yeah. And you turn that. I mean, here's how easy it is to pray a powerful, effectual prayer. Lord, pour water on the thirsty. Yes. We're thirsty, Lord. Pour floods on the dry ground. Pour your spirit on yes. our descendants. Absolutely. And your blessing on our offspring. Oh, yeah. Did you know that's a prayer? That's a prayer. That is a prayer. Yeah. And you pray that in Jesus' name, mm -hmm. and it's a New Testament prayer. Yeah. yeah, And if you look in the in the New Testament at some of the prayers of Paul, they were very simple, yeah. very short, right? But obviously very effective. Yeah. You know, uh, you were talking about this because uh, sometimes I think people say, "Well, we don't know what to pray, and we don't know whether it's the will of God or not." Well, if you're praying the Word of God. <laughs> Then it is a will of God. That's right. God's not going to say one thing and do another. You know, I mean, it, that's what it says in Isaiah fifty-four. Yeah. You know, I send my word, and it will it will do what I sent it to do. Yeah. That's All He's true. asking you to do is to bring it bring it to Him. First John chapter five says, "If we ask anything according to His will, He hears us." Yeah. And if we know that He hears us. Well, how do you know he hears you? Because you ask according to his will, then you know that you have whatever you ask. That's good. 
Isn't that amazing? It is. How simple that is. It it is simple. And so that's why it's so important that you confidence is based on the Word of God, which is the will of God. And you, you were talking about praying in the Spirit and praying in the other tongues. You're praying the will of God. Yeah. Because you, you don't know what you're praying. You're praying out of your spirit God's will. Oh, yeah. And so whichever way you go, you're actuating the will of God and energizing the will of God on earth. Just like Jesus taught, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, Jesus said very clearly, here's the prayer. Here's how you pray. Yeah. You pray that my will, that the Father's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you say, well, I don't know what the will of God is. You know what the word is. That's right. So you know the will of God. That's right. So it works. It, it does work. And, you know, God could have done all these things without us. I mean, and and had he done that, we would be spectators. Yeah. And God never wanted that. No. He wants us to be part of the process. Exactly. In fact, uh, I believe it's Paul Bilheimer in his book, Destined for the Throne. I have all these prayer quotes, but we won't read them all. But one of the things he said is that God never goes over the head of his church to fulfill his purposes That's right. on the earth. Yeah. And he went on to say he'll let the whole world go to destruction first. Yes. And hence we had the dark ages. Yeah, exactly. Somebody right. didn't do something in in the church. Something in was the dropped dark, in the dark ages, yep. Yep. and uh, not not on our watch. No, I don't believe that either. You know, uh, it's interesting because uh, the Word of God says that God wants to use His church to show forth His glory. Yeah. So He's wanting us involved in His glory. Mm. And how do we get involved with His glory? We do it by prayer. I believe we that's connect the, thing. Yeah. the will of God in heaven with yeah. the will of God on earth. It mm. brings earth, heaven down to earth. Mm. And the only way we can be involved in His glory is if we're willing to pray and be a part of that process. Mm. It, and, and you know that's what the beauty of it is. That includes everybody. Absolutely, it's not limited to just this one or that one, apostles yes, or absolutely. prophets. But everybody exactly. can get a taste. That's of exactly it. right. And and as we pray, and I've said this d- during the course of this week, but it's so important to pray till you reach resistance. And anybody that's prayed much knows what I'm exactly talking about. Right. But you pray till you reach resistance, and then you pray on through. Right. And there is a taste of victory oh, yeah. and a taste of glory yes. when you do that that just does not right. come any it, other way. And you know what you said, too, really encourages people because when we quit praying the last two nights, you've asked the people, how many of you feel better? How many of you feel victory? And everybody feels victory. They feel better because they have done the work of the Lord and asked God to work yeah. in their lives. There's another scripture in the New Testament that you use over in Acts where um, John and uh, Peter and John have come back from being arrested for healing the lame man. You <laughs> yeah. know, and so they go back to their own company. And every, and and the thing I like about it because I think this is where we are today in America. First thing they said was, "Lord, look at all these threats." 
They're terrorizing us. Now, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, it's true. They are terrorizing the church. They are threatening us. What are you going to do about it? Here's what we're asking. <laughs> and what, is he, what do they ask? They said, grant unto thy servants that with all boldness, boldness. they may speak your word. And then the, the part we zero in on is by stretching forth your hand yeah. to heal that signs and wonders may be done in right. the name of thy holy child, right. Jesus. Yes. And what's so cool about that is that they were they actually identified where the threats were coming exactly from. Exactly right. And they're praying about the threats. Exactly. Same people who killed Jesus. Exactly. But when they prayed, the place where they were assembled was shaken, shaken. and they were filled. Yes. In other words, God didn't go kill their enemies. Exactly. He filled them. Gave them what they asked he for. He gave them revival. Exactly and right. And they went and turned the world upside down. Turned it down. upside down. And you know, that scripture, I found I, in studying that in the Greek, it doesn't say, Lord, give us boldness by signs and wonders. Hmm. It says, give us boldness and with signs yes. and wonders. Uh-huh. Now, And you can prove that out by how God answered the prayer. Yes. Because he didn't give them the signs and wonders first. That's right. He gave them the boldness first. That's right. He did. And because of that, mm-hmm. it caused the church to rise up. And, and, and here's the thing, and I love what you say, Greg. It's not rocket science. If he did it once, mm-hmm. he'll do it again. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm expecting the earth to shake. I'm expecting God to do do what he's already done, again, for his people of another generation. Mm, and we're going to see that gr- grace and that, that glory. Wow, we could preach on this a while, couldn't we? My goodness. Hey, we're going to stop right here, but we're glad you were with us today. And uh, before we come back to you again, I expect you to pray. Go pray. Let God use you. Let God work in your life. And we look forward to sharing with you again next time. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.